podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hello, welcome to Sunday Stories. My name is Deacon Lorena, and I love to share good stories with you. Have you ever received a special gift from someone you love very much? A gift is a sign that the person who gave you the gift cares about you. There are different kinds of gifts. Some gifts are practical, like clothes or shoes. Some gifts are fun, like books or toys. And some gifts are extra special in a wonderful kind of way. These special gifts help to keep us close to someone we love, even when we must be away from one another. In today's Gospel from St. John, Jesus tells his friends that he must go away. His friends are sad and confused. So, Jesus promises to send them a gift. And in today's Sunday story, a little girl and her grandfather live far away from each other. But the gift he gives to her brings them closer together. Let's listen to today's Sunday story. Ojichan's Gift by Chiadi Oigaki When Mayumi Van Horten was born, her grandfather built her a garden. It sat behind a tidy brown house nearly halfway around the world, and it was unlike any other garden she knew. There were no tulips or daffodils or daisies, no carrots or cabbages or peas. Ojichan had made the garden out of stones, big ones little ones, and ones in between. Some reminded Mayumi of turtles. Others stood like mountains, rugged and tall. Around the border, Ojichan had planted pine and maple, boxwood and bamboo. And in the right spot, by a stone lantern and a persimmon tree, was a sheltered bench where Ojichan and Mayumi could share onigiri bento packed in a lacquered box. Every summer, Mayumi spent two months with Ojichan, and with each year, her ability to care for the garden grew. So she learned that moss on a rock was a gift of time, not to be washed away with a hose, that weeding was more pleasant in the morning and that clipping shrubs to look like clouds was the best part of all reasons to prune. Raking gravel, though, was what Mayumi enjoyed most. She loved how the tiny rocks chattered as they passed through the rake's wooden teeth. She loved the different patterns she could make, wavy, zigzag, and straight. But rings like ripples in a pond were her favorite. And when she was done, Mayumi and Ojichan would sit and enjoy the results of her efforts in happy silence. 
often when Mayumi was back home in her narrow house, listening to the clamor of traffic outside, she would wish for the sound she heard at Ojichan's, the rustle of the leaves, or the creak of a bough, or a twittering bird. At those times, Mayumi would open the tin that held the souvenirs from her visits. Leaves she had pressed in a book until they dried, as delicate as dragonfly wings. Tiny pine cones, still springy between her fingertips. A smooth black stone, when warmed in her hand, helped her to remember. Then one summer, everything changed. Mayumi noticed the differences as soon as she arrived. Things in the house that used to shine were dusty and dull. In the garden, shrubs and trees were overgrown, and dead leaves and needles littered the ground. Everything looked left alone. She understood now that what her parents had told her was true. Ojichan could not live here anymore. Later, in Ojichan's room, Mayumi tried to smile while she showed him photos from the school year. Birdsong wafted in on a green-scented breeze. Mayumi looked out at her garden. Hi, Ojichan said. It has been waiting for you, Mayumi-chan. After lunch, when Ojichan napped, Mayumi went into the garden and walked onto the gravel. As she stared at the rock that towered over every rock around it, the tight bud of feeling that had been in her chest all morning long suddenly burst open, and with a rush, she put her hands on the rock, braced her feet in the dirt beneath, and gave a mighty shove. When nothing happened, Mayumi turned around and leaned back, knees bent. She pushed as hard as she could, wanting the rock to give, and if it did, she was going to push and push and push until the thing toppled down. But the rock did not budge, not even a little. Mayumi kicked the ground hard, spraying gravel everywhere. She kicked again and again, not caring, until a rock ricocheted back and hit her on the face. She froze, and as she noticed the mess she made, she put a hand to her cheek and sagged to the ground. After a while, Mayumi stood up and began raking because it was something useful that she could do. And as she slowly raked the gravel back in place, stooping now and then to pick up a stray leaf or to pocket a shiny pebble, a tiny idea took root. The next morning, while her parents packed up the house, Mayumi knocked on Ojichan's door. Ah, Mayumi-chan, he said. Is lunch ready? Mayumi walked to where he sat and held out the lacquered bento box. This feels heavier than onigiri, Ojichan said as he took it from her. He grinned. 
What are you feeding me? Maybe mud pie? Mayumi smiled and shook her head. Ojichan set the box on his lap, and after a moment, he lifted the lid. Now I've made you a garden, Mayumi said. Ojichan took her hand and gripped it tight. Arigato, Mayumi-chan, he said. Honto ni arigato. Thank you very much. Back home, Mayumi unpacked her suitcase and set aside several small bags. Then she took out her tin and emptied it of her treasures. The sandy gravel went in first, followed by stones of various sizes, placed just so. She added a pine cone next, and then a leaf before patting the gravel flat. Then using her pinky as a rake, Mayumi carefully made smooth, even rings around the three largest rocks. And though the garden was much smaller, and the sound was much softer, if she closed her eyes and listened, she was certain she could hear the pebbles' soothing chatter. Wasn't the rock garden a wonderful gift? The little girl and her grandfather spend lots of time together in the rock garden, raking the gravel, listening to the birds, looking at the different stones, resting and sharing their lunch on the bench. In the garden, they are happy and they love each other very much. But then one summer, everything changes. The grandfather must move away. This means no more time together in the rock garden and the little girl is sad and angry because the rock garden will be taken away from her and her grandfather. A feeling inside her burst that she puts her hands on the biggest, tallest rock in the middle of the garden and pushes against it with all her might. And this happens with the disciples too. When they learn that Jesus will be taken away from them, they push against him with many questions. Where are you going? Why must you go? Why are you leaving us? We are going to miss you so much. Sometimes, when a person we love must go away, the sadness bursts out of us, and we push against the bond that holds us close to the person. And Jesus understands how this can happen. He understands how sad the disciples are about his going away. So he promises to send them a gift that helps them to stay close to one another, even when they are apart. It is a gift that keeps the bond of love and friendship strong, stronger even than the rock in the middle of the rock garden in today's Sunday story. This gift is called the Holy Spirit. Jesus gives the Holy Spirit to us too, to help us to stay close to God. The Holy Spirit brings us closer and closer to the heart of God. Generous, loving God, we are thankful for all the gifts we have been given, for clothes, books, stories, and gardens. We thank you also for the gift givers, our parents, grandparents, and friends. And thank you most especially for the love of your son Jesus and for his gift 
of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.